KC Covers Country. Good morning. Ladies and gentlemen, Riley Green. Let's go. How y'all doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Well, not only are you going on tour with Luke Combs this summer, you've got a single different round here with Luke Combs. What's it like working with that guy? It's awesome. I've been a fan of Luke for a long time, and, you know, he's a good old boy, kind of like me, and, and, and I think we grew up the same and, and played a lot of the same venues coming up. It's just cool to see, really see somebody like that play in stadiums. It's kind of crazy. You know, to be a part of that, it's awesome. The shows have been great, but having him on a song like that, you know, it just makes it that much more special. That song's been a fan favorite for a while, so I'm excited about everybody hearing the new version of it. What is it that inspired you guys to make a new version? Because like you said, the song's been out for a while. Everyone loves it. It's certified gold. What did he, I guess, bring to the table, or what idea did you guys have to recut it? Well, simply put, it, I, for future reference, it doesn't hurt anybody to put Luke Combs on the song. That's true. <laughs> you know, that's pretty helpful. I, and, and, you know, for me, I'm not too far removed from just being a fan, so it was just a cool thing for me, but... I really just texted him and, you know, knowing that we were going on tour together, thought it'd be a good idea. I said, man, what do you think about this song? And he wanted to be a part of it. So it was a kind of accidental thing that, that turned out to be something pretty cool for all of us. So how's this going to work out in the show? Because I'm I'm just, I'm playing out the show in my head. You know, you, you got the openers that come out with the headliner. Will it be, will it be reversed? Will then Luke I don't know, man. I, I mean, I assume he won't come out with me. Right now, I've been doing uh, Eric Church's part, and it does to me, during his set. So I don't know if we move it to his set, you know, cause I, and I won't play it in mine. or I don't know. It's, uh, I'm curious to see. We'll, uh, we'll figure something out. Doesn't matter. You're going to be playing it anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a lot of those, what they call them, Luca-likes, that come to the shows that, that dress just like Luke Holmes. I might just grab one of them out of the crowd. With them. <laughs> that is a good idea, actually. You know they know yeah. it. <laughs> I could probably hire somebody just to come out for the rest of the tour and do it. That would be that would be hilarious. What was Riley like in high school? Like, what was a high school Riley? What, what group were you in? Or were you in a group? Are you sports, obviously? But what, what were you like in high school? I would love to say studious, but I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> I was, uh, I, 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 I played a lot of sports, played football, baseball, and basketball, and uh, worked with my dad during the summer. Uh, he would build houses for a living, and that's kind of what I figured I would always, always end up doing. I wasn't really into music in the sense of like playing music. I would never sing in front of anybody. You know, it just that all that kind of came later on in life. I just uh, I really pretty pretty normal guy, you know, and played a little football in college, and then started playing in bars and, and writing songs, and decided that it was hot on the roof in Alabama framing houses and want to figure something else out so I learned how to play and sing. Is that what what it was that realizing that that could be an option and so overcoming like a stage fright or deciding like okay maybe this is actually worth a try even though it's a long shot? Yeah I think my fear for falling off a roof was more than my fear of singing in front of people and that's how I ended up where I'm at. Rather sweat on stage than sweat on a roof. I like it. That's right. If, uh, if Marvel ever came to you and they were like hey we got this opening for a superhero. Would you Would you go play wow. a superhero in a movie? Uh, how could anybody say no to that? Thank you. I think I'd like to see you and, and uh, Chris Chris Hemsworth fighting. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you know, if, I don't know what hero it would be, but I, I certainly wouldn't be opposed to it. <laughs> okay, this is one of my favorites to ask. Um, what's a song that you wish you would have written? An old one or maybe a new one or an artist you love? What's a song that you wish you could have just 
thought of yourself or like you could have stolen? Man, there's a lot of those. those that's the ones all on my playlist for sure. Sticking with Luke, he's got a couple of them. Uh, a buddy of mine, Tyler Reed, was a writer on I Got Away With You. I thought that was such a great love song. You know, it's kind of hard to... I, I always kind of lean towards those love songs that are a little tough, and it's hard to write those, but I thought that was a cool song. So you're out on tour, and I feel like energy is always a big thing. You know, you got to maintain, you got to still be able to get, you know, into the gym and things like that, or work out and do what you got to do to stay in shape. But when it comes to energy, what's one thing that drains you, and what's one thing that fills you up? Well, the most draining thing to me is to travel. Especially flying, uh, something about getting on a plane doesn't matter if I fly for ten minutes. I'm like, it takes two days out of me, you know. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you know, getting on stage in front of fifty-something thousand people in a stadium and them singing your song back to you will wake you up, you know. So it's it's kind of the the give and take of, of being a tour and country music artist is you get it really from the fans and from the live show feel you on that draining of the plane man we're, we're tall dudes and they just don't make planes for us <laughs> no no they were uh we, we had a nice private flight from stagecoach to get to pittsburgh the other day and we had a stewardess on this plane like it was a really nice private jet and everybody was you know, serving food and i think we had an in and out burger on there so that wasn't real nice. classy but it was uh everybody was really trying to enjoy it and i was just was out i put a little mask on and just i can't i don't i don't travel well okay well New songs, Raised Up Right, God Made, A Good Old Boy are out now, not to mention Different Round Here, the second version coming out this week, and we will see you here in St. Louis on June 17th. We can't wait to see you here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate y'all. Thanks, Riley. All right, see y'all later. We'll see See ya. The ACMs released a couple of their awards early before the show happens tonight, and they do this every year. They usually announce, like, new female, new male artist of the year the day before. Top of your head, no looks. Any guesses on who? New male artist of the year. New male artist of the year. Yeah, is. Jackson Dean. That's a good guess. Thanks. Uh, Zach Bryan. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you don't really expect it, right? Just because he's like a... He doesn't show up to award shows and... Will he show up to this one? <laughs> no. I, I don't think he will. <laughs> Mail it. Um, any, but New Female Artist of the Year was a bit more of a sweet story as this is... This artist has been in Nashville for about 15 years making music now, but she's finally just got her first single to country radio. She's just now getting her first big break, and that's Haley Witters. I'm everything she is and everything she ain't. And That's made, good for her. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. They made these announcements on Amazon Live, which I didn't love because if you weren't watching it, there's no video. No. So I don't really have anything to post about it. And I don't think that people will be watching as much as they typically would if it was on a network. TV, but right. it's on, what, Prime Video or something? It, an Amazon live stream, so I guess Prime. Yeah. Um, she gave a speech yesterday when they surprised her with this on stage, and she said, you know, there are plenty of days in her country career so far that she thought, you know, this is never going to happen. I'm never, I'm never going to be able to create a lasting career out of this. I've already been doing it for 15 years, and I've, I've only gotten so far. It's not going to work. And now suddenly you get the right song, pops off. And she's off to the races, and she's the new female artist of the year. And I think that's a huge contrast considering her counterpart, Zach Bryan, really just started releasing music four years ago. Yeah. And he's already 
Oh, yeah. Selling out it's going nuts. stadiums. It's going crazy. nuts. I really want to see how he handles this, though, because he is very anti-award show. He is right. very anti-showing up to things. I could be wrong, cool. but I think he's got like show dates. I think he's out on the road and just paying absolutely no attention to yeah. the ACM thing. I don't know. I could be wrong. Like I said, I didn't watch the stream yesterday. Um, they also handed out the award for best singer-songwriter. It's obviously someone who not only performs, but writes all the music that they perform and writes music for other country artists. Do you have any guesses on that? Uh, the dude from that one singing or that songwriting show on TV. What's his name? Ah, oh, Shane McNally. Ah, uh, no, but people love Shane McNally and Mac <laughs> McNally. And Mac McNally. That's your last name. They no love you. No relation. No, it's Hardy. Oh, okay. Which perfect definitely makes sense too. Yeah. So I'll find something to post about this on our Facebook and Instagram, but I'm definitely gonna post um, which artists win which awards tonight. So follow us there. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Carrie Underwood flashing some new ink on us. She went to Florida with her three sisters-in-law, and I'm gonna be honest, I can't tell if it's a girls' trip or if the whole family was there and they just excluded them from all the pictures and hung out with the girls <laughs> the whole time. I really hope it's a donut. I know. It's not. Dang it! I know. Either way, all the girls ended up getting tattoos together. Carrie Underwood's already got two tattoos, but you can't see them. Okay. One is a four-leaf clover, and it's on her, like, lower tummy waistline, and the other is a cat on the tramp stamp spot. She's a cat there? Yeah. Okay. I think think she got these when she was pretty young, if that... Where's the clover? On her C-section line. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Except she says she got it before she got a C-section, so <laughs> now it's like the lines of the clover don't match up, and she says you can't tell what it is anymore. Okay. But anyway, this is the first tattoo that Carrie of Carrie's that can openly be seen, but it's still super tasteful. It's just a flower with pink petals on the inside of her arm done like, what's it called? Like one thin line. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? boring. I think this is birthday flowers. You know what I mean? Like if your kid was born in June, you look up the June flower and then that's the tattoo you get. Uh, Okay, gotcha. So I'm wondering if that has any significance to her. And then it looks like her sister-in-law has got the same style of tattoos. Like it's all that thin one line. No color. Her, yeah. I think hers is the only one with color. They have, instead of flowers, they have like, one has a bird, one has something else. You know? Yeah, this is uh, super lame. So, yeah. not super. I don't exciting. know that you can say anything though. You don't have any. I I don't have any. No. How many do you have? Two. Three. Three. Yeah. Where's the third? You always. You have two ankles. Yeah. Ah, uh, and then. Well, I'm sick and tired of you judging and not going to get that donut that you always say you're going to go get. <laughs> I think you should get the donut and like there's so much icing on it that it's kind of like dripping at the bottom. Oh, yeah. On my on my arm? That's oh, where wherever you're pointing you want. To. Wherever you want. Where could, where could the icing drip to? That's the question. You get it on your peck. Maybe just around <laughs> the, <laughs> the nip area. <laughs> Jeez. You can tell that Friday energy is coming oh, in hot. Oh, my gosh. Either see, way. That's the tattoo I want to see Carrie Underwood get. <laughs> Jelly Roll doesn't sleep. He can't have the time for it. I'm telling you. If it feels like we've talked about him a lot lately, it's because we have, because he keeps giving us something to talk about. Yeah. He's releasing something big this month. A documentary chronicling his rise to fame is coming to Hulu. Yeah. That he's And he's had quite the story. Jelly Roll 
Save Me. Or like Jelly Roll, colon, Save Me gotcha. is what it's called. And it says it will give viewers an inside look at this genre-bending star's life. On the road, with never-before-seen footage from his tour, it will also include interviews with Jelly Roll and people who are closest to him, which I think is going to be interesting. I could try a little harder, I think, but I still don't understand the dynamic. I find his wife fascinating. Okay. And I want to know about them as like a couple. And I know he has a daughter. I'm so excited to watch this and like get a better look at his life. Because I think if you were just an outsider and you're like, there's a country singer who also does rock, whose name is Jelly Roll. And this is his wife and this is his audience. I think it's a, a very like mind-bending mm-hmm. in a way. Well, but everyone a, loves him because he's still so relatable. A lot of people who don't know his past just think that he's kind of a newer country artist, yes. but he's literally been playing pops for years yes. before this. I mean, when we talked to him on the phone, I mean, how many years did he say he was playing shows he at Pops? like 20 years. Yeah, he's been doing shows on the rock side of things for a long time. So he's, I, I'm interested on in all the Friends accounts as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It will also show the juvenile detention facility where he was incarcerated. He's got these huge goals to help people and make some big change in the world, which is another reason why we talk about him so much because he's always, you know, making a point to go to different juvenile facilities or just his food truck where they only hire donuts. Fel- they only hire felons. And Wrong serve word. jelly rolls. <laughs> <laughs> so he's showing us all the ups and downs and trials and tribulations that it took him to get here and how he uses those to support other people in need. So the documentary will come out on Hulu on May 30th. That's awesome. He says he feels like he represents a beacon of hope because guys with his story j- just aren't supposed to make it. There's rarely a Cinderella story for people with that background. So Can, can I get that Hulu password from you? Girl, I don't have a Hulu So we're going to have to steal from someone. If you're listening right now and would like to give us your password. No, I'm just kidding. Our text line is (laughs) 314-699-4766. Anyway, Cole Swindell is officially off the market. Sorry, ladies. They announced yesterday that he is engaged to his girlfriend, Courtney Little. She's a former NBA dancer for the Charlotte Hornets and 2017 Miss Teen North Carolina. Miss Carolina. So he posted photos online and he said, I still can't tell you what I said when I was down on one knee. All I know is she said yes. We're so excited. Nice. Marry a dancer. That's what I always say. You and Jason Aldean. <laughs> From the looks of the pictures, Cole Swindell and Courtney were out on like a walk. They, they're both just way too well-dressed. I want to say he probably did this thing where he was like, let's take a photo shoot. I have an album cover single artwork that I need to take. And then they get out there with a photographer out in like a field in the country. And then he gets down on one knee. They pop a bottle of bubbly. Uh-huh. So they've been together since... 2021 and they met on his music video for Some Habits. I know you haven't seen it. I feel like a lot of when I was in Brett Eldridge's music video, I feel like there was this weird connection time. and then you thought you were going to marry no, him but it didn't work out. that's not what I'm talking about. The love interest <laughs> in the actual music video. Like he might have been like, okay, maybe this, you, you want to go on a date after this? Was that the one with Sadie? No, that was not Sadie. Okay. No, Sadie Robertson. From yeah, that still freaks duck, me out. Duck Dynasty. Yeah, yeah I forget. She what was th- like a teenager. Yeah, and then there was there was. Anyways, we're talking about Red Eldridge now. We're going down a different path. All I'm saying is that when you work with 
someone on a set for that many hours exactly. a day. Exactly. You know, you, you could connect. And I know that whenever an artist and their team is planning out how they're going to execute a music video, they'll always say, is there someone in particular you want to kiss on? For this video, <laughs> so you get to choose who your love interest is going to be. Casey, it is acting. I, there is no feelings behind any of those kisses. Right. Well, seeing how she is very North Carolina, and so is he, I can't help but wonder if he, like, he already knew who she was, and he was like, yeah, there's this girl. Let's get her. Yeah. We'll have to ask him about it if we ever talk to him. But How old is he? He's 39. 39. How old is she? <laughs> 24. 24, okay. They dubbed the music video their first official date, and ever since then, the rest has just been history. Uh, the pictures are on our Facebook page and our Instagram story. I posted them there if you want to see them. They're cute. Of course, Blake Shelton is a big star, but now he is getting one of his own. He's getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in Los Angeles. So when I first heard this, truthfully, my first reaction was, oh my gosh, this regular guy from Oklahoma, mm. probably never imagined growing up that someday not only would he have songs on the radio and headline these huge tours and have his own TV shows, marry a pop star, and now be permanently cemented into a walk of the United States' biggest celebrities ever. Yeah, I mean, I really think The Voice did that for him. I think so, too. No, he obviously has an illustrious country career. Right, there's a lot going on. But I don't know how many just country artists you see on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You really got to just start doing some TV and movie stuff, right? So on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, other country artists include Garth Brooks, Brooks and Dunn, Johnny Cash, Patsy Cline, Vince Gill, Alan Jackson, Shania Twain. Is Tim out there? Tim McGraw? I don't know. Cause he, he did right. a lot He's, of movies. Yeah, I could, I could guarantee that. Anyway, I'm looking it up. I do think the voice definitely catapulted him into that direction because everyone knows Blake Shelton loves him, and I feel like you, you don't have to be a country fan for him to be a household name now. Yeah, he's on it. There you go. So the ceremony is this Friday, and the two celebrities that will give speeches about him are obviously his wife, Gwen Stefani, mm -hmm. and his good friend and host of The Voice, Carson Daly. Oh, that's cool. That one felt a little random. Mm, yeah, but I mean, you spend so much time with somebody on that show. Like, you would obviously have me speak at your Hollywood Unfortunately, that is probably how it would go. Unfortunately. Well, I mean, it's just that's just like the obvious choice. I kind of wish they would have chosen someone from the country world to do it. Whatever. I feel offended right now. Remy, I mean, you should have known. I mean, you're not even preaching at my wedding. <laughs> oh, dang. Well, that's how I find out. Awesome. You know, you're in the audience. <laughs> You actually are uh, doing nothing at my wedding, so <laughs> congratulations. You get to enjoy yourself. Thank it's you. not a work day. I appreciate it. I was going to throw in some awesome stories. but You whatever. don't have to reach for the tissue box. It's not that big a deal. <sighs> okay. Take a guess how many stars are on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. 472. This, this makes it seem a little less of a significant award. 472. 2,755. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Imagine being so far down Hollywood Boulevard or whatever street it's on. You're not even there anymore. It's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like Capital City or yeah. something. <laughs> so anyway, you can see more on our Facebook page. Still very exciting. I don't mean to like take that away from Blake Shelton at all. Still very cool. Taking it all away from me. <laughs>
<laughs> Poor Morgan Wallen guy cannot catch a break. Just after, I'm sorry, weeks after Morgan Wallen canceled his show at Ole Miss minutes before start time, then postponed that entire week of tour all due to damaged vocal cords. He brought some unfortunate news yesterday as his summer tour, one of the biggest in the world this year, will be postponed for six more weeks. I'm just going to go ahead and get straight to it. I got some bad news from my doctors at the Vanderbilt Voice Center yesterday. So I went in and got scoped yesterday, and they told me that I re-injured my vocal cords and that I have vocal fold trauma. Their advice is that I go on vocal rest for six weeks. Which equals about 14 shows. Man, that's so many shows. And I remember when he announced his tour, and a lot of these are... I'm going to be in your market for two or three shows at a time. Yeah. Back to back to back, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, performing. It's a crazy, crazy schedule for anybody. It really is. Um, he goes on to say that he also tore a lat while he was in Australia touring. So this time off the road will help him heal that as well. I'm a lat. I know he... <laughs> I know he's probably so stressed out and just feels so terrible, but if you're going through that much vocal cord trauma and obviously now you've got a torn muscle that needs healing too, tour takes a lot out of these artists. I'm sure in a way he's probably a little relieved to let things heal because his team has already postponed almost all of the shows that they had to um, reschedule. Yeah. Or they've already rescheduled everything they had to postpone. So in theory, they're good. What does this mean for St. Louis, Casey? So six weeks from now gets us to about June 21st-ish. So if everything goes well on this vocal rest, he should be in St. Louis on, what is it, the 7th and 8th or the 6th and 7th? Yeah, July. Of July. Uh-huh. And we should be good to go. It's just like it's it's nipping so close right there. It's just a little too close for comfort, right? As long as this man keeps his mouth shut, <laughs> stop, keeps drinking stop. drinking that throat coat. Stop stop putting uh, Instagram videos up where you're using your voice. Stop screaming. Y'all need to be whispering for six weeks. Yeah, he also announced um, that he would not perform at the ACMs this Thursday night as he was, or I guess tomorrow night, as he was scheduled to, which is a big deal because, you know, for a long time, Morgan Wallen wasn't invited to perform at shows, like a big award shows after yeah. all of his stints of scandals. Mm-hmm. So I'm here's, sure that takes a hit too. Man, here's another. Yeah. Gonna have to take a break from making all that money for a little bit, Morgan, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it is you can tell how hard they go on this tour too, because things like Ernest and Hardy and Morgan and um sometimes I think Parker McCollum yeah. and Bailey Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. So you know they're out there having way too much fun. You know they're getting off stage and they're still screaming and hanging out and drinking, which is not good for vocal cords. Yeah. So hopefully this, he can really take care of himself. Walker Hayes is doing great things. He's bringing prom to students that otherwise wouldn't be able to go. So Walker Hayes spent some time at a children's hospital recently bringing the fun of prom to all the patients there. So glad to be here at Centennial Children's Hospital bringing some music, um, some joy to these patients. He brought corsages and crowns and tiaras and Really set the mood of like a prom experience and of course he performed for patients getting treatment that's great that's awesome yeah but you don't think about all the things that you know kids miss through living pretty much at a hospital right know? or a lot of times 
I think maybe when you think about a children's hospital, you think of like the little, little kids. And so the, yeah. like tons of toy donations and experiences for them. But then maybe you might forget about the 16, 17, 18 year olds there yeah. who are missing out on these awesome high school experiences. Yeah. So Walker even got all the nurses together in the hallway. They did the fancy like dance and just made for a good day. One of the one of the patients there said, you never know what one spark can do to brighten someone's day and really make them feel a whole lot better. I appreciate everything Walker does and for him coming to see us today. Yeah, this is this is Walker to a T. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? This is ever since he turned his life around years ago, uh, got sober met Craig, all of those things. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It, he just is, a, he's a different person. You feel that when you're around him too. You feel that he's just He's ready just to there give. to do great things. Exactly. And yeah. I don't think, like if he was waking up that day with nothing to do, he's going to make something great to do. You got it. Casey covers country.